Hello and welcome to episode 30 of the Throwback Podcast. I'm Mark from the Throwback Store. And as you'll see, Ginger Shack isn't here today because he's lazy and he plans things and doesn't follow them through. So instead, not instead, Julie was always going to be on, but uh, Ginger Shack's just not here because he had to work, unfortunately. And because he is uh, a key worker, or like me, and has worked through the pandemic, he was like, oh, I've got to go in. All this stuff's kind of going on in work. He works with like similar job to me. Like I work with like kids and uh, children in care, and he kind of does the same thing. So uh, he's kind of been called in, so he couldn't do it. So I'm here with Julia, who is going to introduce herself, and she's going to lie to you about what she actually does now. Hi, I'm Julian. I'm a brain surgeon. See, um, that's it. Perfect. Uh, I'm Julia. Um, I am. Can I say I'm an ex basketball player? I'm an ex basketball player. No, you still uh, play basketball just because you don't yeah. play competitively. Any- yeah, now I just play for fun because my body is broken. Um, I work in sports, worked in football and Formula One, and now I work in professional esports gaming. Uh, and I also have an Instagram page where I show my love of sneakers and I try and bring forward the female community and give them space within the industry that they deserve. Brilliant. See, it's like you've done that before. It's like you knew what you was going to do (laughs) then. Uh, Do you know what? I didn't even have this as one of the questions, but because I'm like interested, especially in Formula One, and I've started to get into it a little bit more now completely off the subject of what this podcast is all about but isn't it really good formula one i think it's it goes through like peaks and troughs i think this season so far there's only been a couple of races has been good last season was really exciting isn't it between is it is it i'm gonna say is it bottas and hamilton are they the two best yeah They're both, yeah, they're both with Mercedes. So obviously they always have competition between themselves. Yeah. Verstappen at Red yeah. Bull is very good. Um, obviously Ferrari, unfortunately for me, because I'm Italian and that's why support has been struggling a bit past couple of years. But no, it's good. And actually next year, it was meant to be this year, but then with COVID, it got delayed. The regulations are going to change. Um, so I think, it, well, hopefully it can only get better and become more competitive. Um, but it's a crazy sport. It's like the craziest yeah. It's like, like people like smashing into walls and stuff. Somebody smashed into a wall and got out his car the other day and he's like, what are you doing? I nearly died. Like a I know, it's, it's insane. But also like, I think people don't realise how insane it is unless you actually go to the circuit and feel the cars and the heat and the engines and yeah. how fast they actually go. Because on TV, you can't always tell. Yeah. I don't, it was like, Three of the funnest years of my life working there and getting to travel and going to races. It's amazing. I suppose it's the same as basketball, though, until you go and, like, watch LeBron or go and watch... You don't really realise the standard of basketball until you go and actually watch somebody. So I suppose it's the same with with F1 or any sport. It's, like, crazy. I felt felt that with LeBron because I was in L.A., last february before the before the panoramic yeah Yeah. (laughs) um and i went to staples center and i saw lebron uh 
and obviously it was a mix of things like Kobe had just passed. Yeah. So the city like was proper grieving, but I just walked into Staples Center and got so emotional. And then I- I'm not the biggest LeBron fan. Like I think he's great, but you know, it's not like I particularly love him, but seeing him play was actually unbelievable. He yeah. is next level. Just like he really, really, stands out yeah more than i could have ever imagined actually seeing him in person and then actually i went to new orleans and saw zion play and zion is insane oh my days like um they were playing uh well it was john morant on the other team and jazz tiny and so quick and incredible but zion is such a presence and seeing him live was He's huge. Yeah, he's, he's unbelievable. He's huge. Like he's he's yeah. so big. But I I uh, I seen this is completely nothing to do with what I've got written down here. <laughs> I went and uh, I watched the game. I watched uh, Team USA play Team GB before the 2012 Olympics in Manchester. Oh, so like it was it was Anthony Davis. It was before Anthony Davis was actually drafted. He got mm. chose to play for Team USA before he actually played an NBA game, and it was Anthony Davis, Kobe, LeBron, like everybody was there. I know, and LeBron stood out. Even hearing him, you could hear him. Yeah, you could yeah, hear yeah. He's so loud, like when he's defending, and I just think that's the difference, isn't it? You just see the difference. You see, yeah. like the it's what the like you, you hear the players talk about LeBron. You hear a lot of people like saying, oh, we prefer Michael to LeBron or whatever it is. But yeah. peers all say the same thing. So they can't be wrong, can they? they, they yeah, yeah, of course. They, they um, I actually know a couple of the guys on Team GB that obviously played them when when you saw yeah. them. And they all say the same thing. Just, I guess, well, I guess they said the, the same thing about anyone on Team USA. Yeah. But LeBron is just so dominant. Insane. So I'll actually get to what I planned to get to now. So how did you like first fall in love with basketball? How did you kind of start on the journey of, because like everything, as I can see mm. behind you and anybody mm. who's listening on Spotify, it's just a rack. It's it's shelving. I'm going to say it's really, it's really, I need that actually. I need that doing. It's great. It's uh, a bookcase that I've just filled with. Is that what it is? Yeah, it holds them all in. It's great. Amazing. So how did you uh, kind of get into fall in love with basketball? Yeah, it it was, well, it wasn't weird, but um, as a kid, I actually competed in tennis and swimming. Um, I wasn't a basketball player. I come from a family of athletes. Uh, My granddad swam for Italy and then coached the national team. So I was always pushed into swimming a lot. My dad actually played pro in Italy. He played in Serie B basketball. Oh, brilliant. Um, but he never, never pushed me to play, never got me involved so much. But um, every now and then, like, I'd find his old chucks that he'd play yeah. in, that he still kept, and his old jerseys. And when I was about 11, we finally got basketball introduced at school in our, like, P curriculum. Yeah. Um started playing, loving it, had a great Irish coach. And at one of our P sessions, the local Milan team 
came to try and find new girls for tryouts to, to join the team because they didn't have that many people. And the coach saw me and I guess I was fairly athletic and quick. And for someone that hadn't played basketball for a long time, I think I was fairly natural in my movement. Yeah. And he was like, why, why don't you come and play? And the team was actually very close to my house. Uh, so started playing uh, and went from no basketball to then training five times a week, um, playing every weekend. San Gabriele Milano, which is the team that I played for, um, was actually one of the top, uh, we call them juniores, like junior teams yeah. in the country. Uh, so I did everything. I did um, under 13s, under 15s, under 17s there. Uh, I then played in Serie C and Serie B with them. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just from the first moment I played, I think maybe because I'd never played a team sport before. Uh, because obviously tennis and swimming, yeah. not really, yeah. not really team vibes. I just loved everything about it. I made lifelong friends. The basketball community was incredible, female and male. But I just had never met so many females similar to me in that sense that yeah. loved competing and loved sports and loved everything about it. Um, had pretty badass coaching and was really in a just truly great environment of professionalism and elite sport um and that was that that was a really good story because like mine was just like i just went down the park and started playing <laughs> <laughs> like we was talking about it on the last podcast and i was like well i hurt my knee so i couldn't play football anymore so my arms still worked so i just went and started shooting <laughs> a basketball and that's how i started playing but yours yeah. is like really good, like well done. Even if you've lied about it all, that was a brilliant <laughs> no, I story. Promise. I promise. That's why I wear number twelve as well. It was my dad's jersey number, and it's the jersey oh. number I play with. Yeah, I've got my jersey number was number five. I've got it tattooed Aww. on my arm, and I've got Alan Iverson's number tattooed on my leg. Mm. Uh, that's just random, but just thought I'd put that out there. Yeah, gonna go my little. Oh, I can't even see him. My little MJ. Yeah. So let me go on to some more questions. Uh, wait, no, let me go back. So how, how have you? So how have you got from playing basketball in Italy to living in London? Yeah, well, that was so a bit confusing. I grew up in Italy, but I went to a British school in Italy. Oh uh, yeah, I remember we spoke about this before, like yeah. an international school. Yeah, so my parents wanted me to learn another language. So actually from age three, I went to a British school in Milan uh, and I was there from age three to 18. Uh, and the next sort of step was to uh, go to university abroad. Um, so I was considering the States and the UK. Um, I actually didn't end up applying anywhere in the States because... You just I'm wanted a, to go to the UK. Well, no, I'm a daddy's girl and... The US just felt too far and the UK yeah. was an hour and a half away, so I could handle that. Um, applied to a bunch of unis, actually got a basketball scholarship for Loughborough, um, which I then politely declined because I was told to focus on my studies um, by, by, higher, by higher powers in the family. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, it's, it's Italy, isn't it? Who knows? Who knows who these higher powers are? It could be like <laughs> the Godfather, couldn't it? <laughs> I woke up with a horse Not head a stereotype in my bed. or anything, but it definitely <laughs> is the godfather, isn't it? 
Um, so yeah, moved to, to the UK and then uh, left for a little bit, moved to Madrid for a bit, played basketball in Madrid uh, and then came back, moved around within the UK. And then I've been in London now for about, I want to say six years. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, this is where I am. <laughs> I, I'm only, we're about 15 minutes in and I'm only on, I'm not on the second question yet. <laughs> Let's go. Second question. I know. Is it anyway, about sneakers? So, what? Uh, which NBA team do you follow, and why do you follow that team? Mm. So, I'm going to put it out there because then some of my friends will bully me about my fandom and how and who I support. So, I just love the NBA. I just oh, love the entire. Here we go. I, I, can I just see love this. The it's like going to be an answer that's the most diplomatic answer. <laughs> I didn't want politics. I didn't need this. I didn't no, need because... the prime minister here. You know why? Because also I bought stuff from you, which doesn't align <laughs> to who I support. I'm a Celtics fan. Of course you are. I, I, I do support the Celtics in the league and I want the Celtics to win. And my dad filled my brain with Larry Bird books and information growing up. So that is what I know. Boston is the first U.S. city I ever went to. TD Garden is the first stadium I ever went to. I support Boston. But you However, mean, you love the Lakers colorway, don't you? Purple and gold <laughs> looks so good on me. Okay. I knew you was going to say that. I knew. <laughs> I knew. You was going to say that. That's just... Purple and gold just really goes with my skin tone. And unfortunately, <laughs> the Celtics don't always get the nicest stash and merch. This year's jerseys are horrendous. Yeah, yeah. Our logo slightly upsets me. Yeah. So sometimes I find it difficult to rock Boston merch. So yeah. I rock a bit of everything. But obviously, I'm a big Kobe fan. Obviously, I'm an MJ fan. Yeah. I love Iverson. You know, I love Magic Johnson. We just... Yeah, you just you know. got... Just, well, yeah. It is what it <laughs> but, is, isn't it? But Boston, if you cut me, I'd definitely bleed green. With a bit of purple and gold. <laughs> just just a little, has a little yeah. glitter of purple and gold yeah, in between. Yeah, definitely, that's <laughs> what it is. So, it was like basketball the reason that you kind of uh, ended up loving like fashion and footwork? Was it just kind of the, because it's more of like, it's like a culture, isn't it? Basketball as, as opposed yeah. to a sport, it's everything, isn't it? Yeah. I think growing up in Italy, basketball and especially American basketball just felt like another world. So I grew up watching and one mixtapes religiously. Same. Same. Like I had all the cassettes and then obviously DVDs and this shoe. Oh. The and one Tai Chi, tai Chi. was like, I mean, I don't know if it was so much uh, in Italy and being a woman, we didn't really get that. We didn't really get Jordan's much. We didn't really get many options of performance shoe, especially in women's sizes, but Tai Chi's were everywhere in Italy. Yeah. Like all the pro players were wearing them every color. So I grew up with this shoe watching the mixtapes i had them every colorway like i'd have three pairs a season always matching with my teammates um so i didn't realize that i'd really started collecting or that i had an issue with shoes i just had a lot of like you definitely have now (laughs) i do do. but like you know i was just i had a lot of performance trainers like i love the way that they look they were comfortable they helped me in my sport 
lifestyle wise, it was very Italian. So I wore a lot of Air Max ones, Air Max 97s. Um, and then moved to the UK and my mom actually got rid of pretty much all my shoes when I moved abroad, um, which was slightly heartbreaking. Um, so then I kind of stopped collecting, well, collecting. I wasn't really collecting. I was just yeah, buying shoes that's for a bit. And then at uni, um, got a little bit more disposable income towards my final year. So started picking up pairs again here and there and kind of started snowballing again. And then 2017, I was in New York um, and got a chance with one of my friends over there to go to Extra Butter, which is one of the stores there. Uh, had a really cool experience with the owners of Extra Butter um, and just basketball community in New York and the stories and everything and went back to Rucker Park and yeah, kind of 2017 again reignited something in me. So started properly collecting again. Um, but obviously, yeah, I have a like bunch of oldies still like. It, it, oh, they're so nice. It's just crazy, isn't it? Because I think a bunch of everything like but back fast- then, like like the, the era that you was kind of talking about with the Amwon mixtapes. That was like around about the time when Vince Carter won the dunk contest and he wore tight shoes. Yeah. And uh, Alan Iverson was wearing jerseys to games and kind of that hip hop, basketball, everything kind of intertwined into one thing. Like rappers wanted to dress like Iverson. And it, it was just a re- that's that's the area that, that I fell in love with basketball in. That, that was. Yeah. That was that was the one for me. I mean, Iverson had a 15-year-old girl from Milan trying to braid her hair and wear headbands. So the the influence was definitely there. And I wore very baggy shorts that were oh, not appropriate for any movement on court. But I, I still did it. I did it. I did it. I did the sit. I'm not even going to show you some of the pictures that I've got from <laughs> with some of the stuff that I wore. Oh, my God, it was embarrassing. But I always kind of... Uh, loved and won as a brand because none of my friends knew what it was and it was that yeah. kind of uh only it's like it's like a secret almost it's like there's only me who knows what it is and when people ask you about it it's like it's just for basketball it's not like nike or adidas or it's like just specifically for basketball yeah, literally so and it, yeah and i all the trash talk t-shirts and oh amazing yeah yeah it was just and I really miss that side, actually, because as you say, it felt like it was just for the basketball community. And it wasn't, at least in Europe, I, yeah, I've never definitely. lived in the States, so I don't know what it was like there, but it just didn't feel as mainstream and it felt like it belonged to us. Yeah. And obviously now, because sneakers and fashion and mainstream are so intertwined and to some degree yeah. like exchangeable nothing feels like it belongs to the basketball community anymore. No. Um, and sometimes I'm like, oh, like I wear all my Jordans and they'll have like specific stories to me, but I probably look like the 15-year-old girl with mids walking down the yeah. street. I hate that. But yeah. also they're allowed to do that. And I just need I to know, I know. <laughs> I seen a girl wearing Kyrie's the other day and I felt like stopping her and going, do you even know who he is? Do you know who Kyrie Irving is? Give me a she was wearing line. them like 
lifestyle. Yeah. Lifestyle. Yeah, just like and, and in St. Helens where I'm from as well, like there's no basketball here. There's no yeah. people here. There's just <laughs> me. No that's it. Like there's like three basketball courts and me, and that's as far as the culture goes <laughs> in St. Helens. Yeah, it's it's definitely changed a lot, but and one really started it for me. And um, I'm signed up to their newsletter now. I know that they're trying to sort of bring it back a bit. They've released did, a couple of things now. Did they sign Fred Van Vliet? Yeah, yeah. From Toronto. Yeah, because last year in the playoffs, it was definitely... Ones. Yeah. But I just... I. I so obviously there's like a lot of nostalgia for me. Like I'm so attached to what the brand used to be, but I also recognize that that is not going to work in 2021. No, no, no. But they just haven't managed to kind of refresh it in a way that's current, relevant and cool, but different. Yeah. So everything that I see them bringing out, it's like, oh, I just... You've just I missed mean, it. I would wear Tai Chi's. Yeah, like I'd wear Tai Chi's for lifestyle, but if someone doesn't have that, like nostalgic attachment to it i don't think they would because now it's about hype and about what looks good and obviously unless you have someone like as iconic as michael jordan that has influenced generations (laughs) then it's kind of difficult to to bring something like that back i mean we see how much even adidas who's massive struggles within the basketball world uh, and they've got big talents signed to them like d rose dame harden and they still struggle I don't know what and one's going to do with Van Vliet to bring the brand back. I know, I know. It, it, it was back in the day as well. It was the players that they signed, like Stefan Marbury, Ben Wallace. Yes. It, it was that street feel with the signings. Everything seemed like it was, like it was planned that way. They just wouldn't sign mm. any random. It was yeah. all kind of strategic in the kind of, yeah. in the kind of PR for the brand, which was, like brilliant like that was that was what it was all about but i think the dollar bill in the end is what kind of makes decisions now and also i feel like that you know a marbury now would probably not 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 exist in the nba but he would be so pushed away from what he was like he wouldn't be able to, to be him the same way as like iverson probably wouldn't no be also allowed to you know that the amount of media training, PR that they get, the that that street style of the NBA has definitely been kind of oh, weeded out. I think definitely. Well, you look how the media treats somebody like Russell Westbrook. Do you know what I mean? It, it's it's that that's kind of probably yeah. the road that they'd go down with a Marbury or an Iverson. Again, completely off subject. This not even. It's like a serious question now, and I can't stay serious. <laughs> For long enough uh so obviously you mentioned that you played basketball in italy you've played a little bit here so do you feel that like women women's sports now especially basketball is getting the recognition and the respect it deserves or is this still kind of a road to go like it, it, it is there still more work to be done i feel like it's a lot more mainstream than it was yeah but i, agree. I definitely feel like me personally i feel like there's more to be done but what, what's your yeah. your thoughts on so i think for me it's a little tricky to say because i i think we live in our little echo chambers right so i am surrounded by people that truly love basketball 
uh, male and female. And therefore, because they are true lovers of the game, they also appreciate the women's game. Yes. Because I think if you like truly understand a sport and appreciate a sport, it doesn't matter the gender. No, definitely not. Like you appreciate the beauty of it. So within my echo chamber, I think it's amazing because so many of my guy friends that maybe uh, three or four years ago uh, wouldn't know any of the players' names um, and wouldn't follow it at all are now actually tuning into NCAA, like college women's games. Do you know what? um, College, women's college basketball is insane. Elite. The level of like Mm. basketball it's re- it's actually ridiculous though like yeah. actually ridiculous now unbelievable and like the amount of talent coming through the WNBA but like I've had guy friends now like interested in the obviously the online draft that they did for the WNBA seeing both US and foreign players getting yeah. signed um Nike has finally made the jerseys available oh. internationally as well um so there's definitely like big steps being made i think then unfortunately when you take at social media and see what people write uh you think that we made no progress because people are just sat in their own little sad pool of ignorance just spewing hate for no reason like they probably haven't even given the chat like they haven't probably watched it or taken the time they probably for some reason think that they could be Sabrina Ionescu or Sue Bird or Diana Taurasi they would get work like (laughs) You know, like you see videos of Liz Cambage against male NBA players. Yeah. And she holds her own. Yeah, like. it's not like it's not competitive. It, it, in yeah. some cases, I've seen uh, situations where WNBA players are, are, are getting won over on NBA players. Yeah. It's not like there's a massive gap in the quality or anything. I, I just think it's purely down to ignorance. It's yeah, I, I think so too. Ignorance. And Unfortunately, I think the ignorance will continue for, for, for a long time. There will always be some ignorance, but also I think until women's basketball is fully capitalized on uh, from a commercial perspective um, and a, obviously media perspective, it's going to be hard to teach the ignorance because yeah. people don't get the chance to, to see it, to come in contact with it. Um, obviously like I work in sports and I work in sports sponsorship and as much as brands are saying that they want to back women's sports I think sometimes people that work within women's sports don't even realize how much the personalities and the talent within it can be capable of Um, so I think it's great to see at least a couple of characters here and there getting really like taken out and capitalized on like even just uh, Diana Taurasi um, and Space Jam yeah, like in, in Space Jam is, you know, already a big step forward because in the first Space Jam, all we had was Lola Bunny as a, <laughs> as a female character. Um, yeah. So so like stuff like that, to get them Definitely. into the mainstream and get people to understand that they are there and they're here to make an intersectional impact. You know, they're not, like LeBron says, we aren't just athletes. Yeah, the, the, there's a reason. do everything else. Yeah, yeah. The tal- she's a talented basketball player first. Yeah. And that's exactly. ultimately why but like you say i think it's sad isn't it that it that that this is a thing because in any sport you see it all the time well you see it at the weekend with football how they did the social media blackout and loads of other sports jumped on board and 
uh, I was watching the football last night and Thierry Henry was on it and he was talking about uh, like how they're going to impact these people, how they're going to try and stop this social media thing, how people should have to give the name, their address. They need to take all this thing. People need accountability. And he was saying, if you want to buy a house or you want to do this, people need to know how many teeth you've got in your head. Mm -hmm. Like people need to know all this information about you, but you can just sign up to a social media account and, and ruin people's yeah. lives. And I think this is the thing with women's sports. I think people say things, think it's funny. think everybody's going to jump on board. Oh, you're being really, but ultimately it's not funny at all. And all these WNBA players will give you work. Like <laughs> it ain't like, yeah. but yeah. I genuinely believe there's people who think they're better than them. And that's. The oh, absolutely. Thing. But I, I see that like, even in the small of like the sneaker space, I always have to prove that like people will be like, well, when did Jordan score this and do this? Oh. And who did he play in the finals? Like, do I need to prove that I'm an encyclopedia of basketball knowledge just to show you that I love basketball and I love sneakers? Like, I feel like women always need to go the extra mile to yeah. prove themselves. And it's the same for these athletes. It's like, it's not enough that they're playing at the highest level, that they most of the time are playing two seasons because not only do they play in the WNBA, they also come abroad oh, and play the yeah, European the season. Yeah. Like, it's never enough. It's not enough that they, a lot of the times, have to fund uh all of their own travel they don't stay in really nice hotels the ncaa was the perfect example of that yeah. this year where the women yeah. got treated like absolute shite um yeah and the, and the men are like, treated like kings aren't they it's horrible yeah. how they like they just always have to go the extra mile people cannot just seem to just treat them as humans and be like actually these are elite ath elite athletes this is the highest level of performance and we should respect them yeah well, we yeah. should respect obviously any athlete, any woman, but the fact is that people they still be want to tear the them same down. Respect as yeah. the male athletes, that's the, yeah. that's the that's the problem. But you did mention the uh, the WNBA jerseys. How cool are the WNBA jerseys? This yeah. Season? So I picked up. Well, obviously, I say Nike released them internationally as well. For all I've seen, we only had the option of New York Liberty and the aces yeah but i got the jersey that i wanted which is sabrina's the um, one yeah i just love equality and obviously i love sabrina i'm so excited for her to come back from her injury yeah. and fully play this year but they did such a good job on these jerseys um it's just nice that like they've they've kind of done their own thing with the jerseys this year like the indiana fever stranger things jersey have you seen that yeah that is insane. That's like I was so sad that it didn't release here because I, I would have picked it up. I know, like I can't believe that the Pacers didn't think. Like I love uh -huh. the way that the design team with the women's with the women's game this year has gone right. We're really going to like put our yeah. put our marker down, and this is what we're going to do because all of those jerseys are ten times better than any of the men's yeah. jerseys. Honestly, I would have picked up so many of them. I think the next stage will hopefully be that we get more players on the back of all the jerseys. Because right now you only have the the option of the one player that was selected. Uh, but there's so many great players uh, yeah. and jerseys that I'd like. But Definitely. yeah, I, I think I could have easily picked up five or six of the jerseys this year. And again, um, WNBA, my teams of choice, 
well, I guess I've got three teams of choice based on players. Oh my uh, god, but... here we go again. What? Because you look nice in the in the colours again, and <laughs> no, because of the players I love. So obviously, um, Diana Taurasi, so Mercury, because because oh, yeah, I went to see them. I went to see them play um, 2018, and she is insane. Oh my god! I I don't know. She must have. Oh, she I don't know. She's unreal. And then, um, the only Seattle team. So you gotta rep Seattle. Yeah, because, because we do, yeah, because we're there. the NBA. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and also the Kyrie's that I designed with um with Nike last year. Um, I've seen but... this, and other people were then going to Nike and designing. <laughs> The Nikes in that colorway wasn't needed to see that yeah. on your on your, uh, on your story. That's that's so cool. And yeah, so this was a little shout out to Sue Bird and her and title yeah. last year. Um, and then obviously New York Liberty because they're a dope team, they're a dope franchise, and they got Sabrina, and I definitely like their kits. Yeah, uh, I went to the uh nba london game yeah. the last one which would have been wizards against i was there too the knicks yeah wizards it was it wizards knicks no yeah it was it was wizards knicks because uh persing uh, didn't play and john wall didn't play because they were both yeah in... yeah yeah you're right and it was uh, that really close like last it was like a boring yeah. game in the last quarter was and then he blocked it and he didn't know whether it was on the way down or yeah 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 yeah. i remember and that I elena uh is it elena del del do, go on De, Donne. i have a picture with her i do as oh, well yeah. I, I she's so tall i'm five foot nine and i look like a midget yeah i i got oh. a picture with her as well at the game she was sat right next to me Wait there. Oh. That means you must have been you must have been sat near. Was you was she sat near you? No. So I met her uh when we were still like outside before going into the arena and she was walking around and nobody knew her and I'm like, "Yeah. How do you guys not know who this woman is?" And I chased I, after. I I recognized the sh- she had a uh, patter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The uh, para Air Max Mines. Yeah, the para. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, how yeah. I noticed because I was looking. I was just as a dude, like an idiot, like yeah. at people's feet, and I was like, and then I looked up and I was like, "What?" Literally, like, that that is exactly how. It, well, apart from the fact that she's also obviously a giant. Yeah. Oh, but I've got photos somewhere. Do anymore. I put it on a I put it on my social media at the time, but she was lovely as well. She was so nice. Yeah, so nice. There was a uh, so there was so a girl nice. there was a girls' basketball team uh, right next to us. Yeah, and she there was like there must have been I don't know fifteen people and the coaches. Yeah, and she literally took a picture with every single person. They were queuing oh, up, queuing up like all down the aisle, and she took a picture with every single person. Such so, such a babe. Yeah, brilliant. yeah. I just couldn't believe that like nobody was recognizing her. I was like, guys, that is. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. I got. She's so tall. <laughs> she's so tall, and I was so chuffed. I was like, she's also beautiful, and I have a girl crush on her. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah, she, she's just, she's. But like, I, I was. So, oh yeah, I've just found that picture myself. 
Oh my gosh, she's so tall. Yeah, so tall. but uh, it, it was how nice she was. Is how nice yeah. she was with everybody. Like it, it, it was really refreshing because I know I've met basketball players in the past. I met like Kenny Smith at the mm-hmm. NBA crossover event, and he was a bit of yeah. a dick. He was just a bit like, oh, like not bothered. The uh, only really nice one I've ever met is uh, Karan Butler. Oh, he's supposed to be uh, lovely, isn't he? Think- so nice, and he yeah. still follows me on Instagram to this day. And every now and oh. then, will like drop me a message, and he is just the coolest guy I've ever yeah. met. Yeah. Uh, Such a dude. Yeah. I met Elton Brand at the Knicks game, at the Knicks Sixers game, and he was lovely yeah. as well. He was just, he was like, kind of like uh, asking uh, about where I was from in England and like how I become oh. a Sixers fan. Because you sound weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what he was like. So he was like straight away, are you from St. Helens? I was like, how did you know? <laughs> He was like, honestly, I, I, weird. I do think part of the power of female athletes is that because they haven't had that crazy fame yet, they are so approachable and relatable and, and grounded and down to earth. Yeah, definitely. Like if, if the, the teams, which I think are now starting to use them more, but also sponsors and brands realized the stuff that these women could do for them is next level. And at the end of the day, 50% of the population is female. So I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> might be to... worth. Yeah, you know, might, might be, be worth, worth like monetizing that and pushing that. But Yeah. But so you've shown, you've shown me your uh, Liberty jersey then. What is your favorite jersey that you've got in your collection? Yeah. So as you know, because I mostly buy warm-up tops from you. I mostly have warm-ups, but I do have some jerseys. Uh, So maybe I'll show you a couple, but then I'll show you my favorite. So so people can recognize that I'm a Celtics fan. You can't just say you're a Celtics fan because you've got a Paul Pierce jersey. That's not how it works. I can, because it's lovely and stitched. And we love Paul Paul Pierce on, on Instagram. Those Nike jerseys are so cool. Yeah. Um, so that is one of my lovely jerseys. Um, the Kobe. Nike was kind enough to send me Kobe after he passed. So this will always be close to my heart yeah. because Kobe with the fro, but also it was nice of the brand to think of me. Yeah. Um, past. Cool. But then my favorite is going to have to be a female, a woman's oh. jersey, uh, Team so USA. It's so good that Mitchell and Ness did that, you know. Yeah. Like they should bring, they should, they should kind of throw, again, like you just said, they need to uh, realise that 50% of the population is female. So kind of monetize yeah. that. Like Mitchell and Ness yeah. should throw a fortune at least yeah. Leslie jerseys and... Like ledgers yeah. the game from they'd make an absolute yeah. killing, but but also like I think because Staley is also an NCAA coach and because she's so badass, yeah. I think a lot of men would buy her jersey as well. Yeah, she's just definitely through and through just one of the dopest women to ever be Play in the bas- world of basketball. Play basketball she's... full stop. Do you know what I mean? It, it yeah. doesn't matter male or female, but I love that yeah. jersey. That 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 USA jersey is so much better than the uh, than the men's one as well. The red colour one. Yeah. Also, and this is going to come across as a little harsh, but I think now because 
American basketball has become more mainstream and it's in fashion. I genuinely think that so many men would buy this, not knowing who Staley is, yeah, not knowing that it's a, a not knowing too. that it's a women's jersey. You know, it's like Definitely. Staley could be a dude. Yeah, Team USA, that's, yeah, that's, that's, same logo, and they just pick it up because it's a dope jersey. Yeah, so exactly. And that that's, let them do that. Yeah, that's. But I do love that jersey. I do love that. Yeah, jersey. it's beautiful, so, and uh, one of my close friends gifted it to me, so it's. <laughs> Even more special. Yeah, they are. They're the best ones. Then when somebody just kind of gives you a jersey, I've got, I've got, I've got loads of jerseys. But like, I've got a random one from uh, Fenerbahce in mm-hmm. uh, Turkey. So my cousin lives in Philadelphia, yeah. and he works on in like maintenance and stuff. And he got talking to a guy, uh, and he was saying his son played basketball in uh in in europe and he said oh my cousin lives in europe he lives in england and he's like really into basketball he said i'll get my son to send uh send the jersey out so (gasps) that is so cool i love the basketball community so much because these stories actually happen yeah all the time so he didn't just send me eric green his name is and it was the year they won the Champions League, and it's like a, the full. He got the full team to sign it for me as well. That is so sick. So yeah, that's so, so that's sick. just like a nice little story. Like you say, you, you get yeah, these yeah, stories yeah. all the time in the basketball community. You just you don't really honestly see it anywhere else. So you show me your jerseys now. The like the big big one is what's your favorite sneaker in your collection? Oh, I don't have it here. It's in the living room. But I can show you my second favorite, but I will tell you about my favorite one. I know what your favorite think... is, I think. It's the yeah, so... it's the is it the Jordan the, the Jordan one? Yeah, so it's the Chicago Jordan one from 1985. It's the same as Mark when we had Mark on. Oh, had... I know. Yeah. And actually, Mark, who is obviously a mega babe, you yeah. know, a part-time dickhead. Yeah, you're not full time, but carry on. <laughs> he uh, he actually helped me find the shoe. He found it for me in Japan, um, and that's how I managed to get my hands on it before the last dance and before the whole world went crazy again for Jordan One. So I got it for a steal, um, but I keep it in a in a glass box because it's my precious. Yes, of course, um, of course. But oh god, what is my favorite shoe? Okay, probably this changes on a weekly basis yeah but um this colorway of jordan one just means a lot to me uh shattered backboard for those on yeah. spotify as you oh, said so here, here we go like you, you, I, I just look i do else i love like people can't just say it's just orange and black you've got to like no, it's, make, sh- it's shattered backboard shattered- yeah, it's a shattered... No, because this is, like, the reason why I love this shoe, even though I don't have the 1.0 and this is the reverse shattered backboard, the 2.0, yeah. the reason why I love it is because of MJ playing in Trieste and smashing, yeah, shattering the, back- the backboard. Back- yeah. And obviously the kits were orange, and so then it was brought back on the shoe. Um, So nothing better than a Jordan 1 with a dope story and a great colorway. And orange is my favorite color. There you go. Oh, there you there go. go. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. And last question is, are Crocs cool? 
And please explain if they are. That doesn't I'm mean they're cool. Right now. That doesn't mean they're cool though. Is it because you can stick them things in them now? Yeah. Sorry. Look at that. I've got a basketball one, a Kobe one, video games because I work in gaming, my initials, New York and LA. Well, Drew because Justin Bieber's life. Um, <laughs> Should have tell anyone. Should have chopped that out, shouldn't you? Now you thought, oh, should have just should have just showed the right foot and not the left foot. Honestly, gibbets are live. I'm about to try and reproduce this shoe. In a, is that what they're called? Are they called gibbets? Yeah. So I'm gonna reproduce the Supreme Nike yeah, NBA sure, sure. collab. Um, I've bought all. <laughs> All the different teams. That's the best team there that you've just picked oh, up. Oh, is it? Yeah. Look, Not I have those. them all. And I'm going to... Stick them all. Really that I know. But I love them so much. And I'm going to stick them all over and I'm going to make my own version of the NBA croc. Hey, creative. They are cool. They you know why cool. they're cool? And now everybody's going to jump on the bandwagon because every brand is collabing with them. Now they've got a Palace collaboration coming out. Yeah. And Forbes is writing articles about Crocs. But they are cool and they're comfortable and you can personalize them. And I love that. They're, they're cool because they're not cool, aren't they? That's what yeah. it That's exactly. I wear so many show. like non-cool shoes. Like I wear Reebok Beatniks. Little sandals. I, I, can, I, can just, I can let you know. Right now, I can edit this and take this part out if you want me to. Hey, I don't care. I'll own it. I wear weird shoes, not just hype. Yeah, but also lots of hype. Well, you you are an influencer now, so oh, stop it. Like, oh, you, you, you've got to do what you've got to got to do what you got to do, haven't you? You know, anything to make a book, or you've got to like you've got to do what you got to do, even if you have to wear Crocs. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. That wasn't my question. Actually, that was Ginger Shack's question. That was all he contributed to this. Are Crocs cool? And can you ask Julia to explain why? He's gonna have a pair real soon. I'm I know. Sure. Yeah, definitely. So I'm done. I'm done with the questions. I'm done. I'm done. Good stuff. So uh, really enjoyed it. I thought, do you know what? I've, I thought I knew quite a bit about you anyway, because we do speak quite a bit. But I've like learned a lot of stuff about you as well, which is which is nice. Aww. And uh, so plug your socials. So Instagram is uh, at Julia Z12, but Julia is spelt G-I-U-L-I-A-Z12. Yes, everybody follow because uh just, just really aesthetically pleasing your feed. It's really, it's really, oh, really, it's really, it's really good on the eye, isn't it? Like you and Mark and a follow. Is it uh, Daddy Dav? Yeah. Just really cool feeds. Like I just, I'll just, I'll end up just scrolling through and then being like, I've yeah. been on this now. I, I, I'm, I'm back to like July 2018. <laughs> Why am I doing this? I'm not on on Mark's cool levels, but you know, I, I try and switch it up and post stuff that isn't your usual like mainstream stuff. And I post a bunch of basketball stuff. And I'm lucky enough to to work with brands that are trying to embrace women's sport a bit more. So I, I get to do cool projects, you know, with Adidas and Nike and Jordan brand. So, which is sometimes really you can cool. see some goodies. Yeah, 
yeah, you've always got you've always got something. You and, and you post really often as well, which is cool. Like you see anything can be great and like aesthetically pleasing, but if you're only posting once every six months, nobody's really bothered, are they? You need yeah. it's this it's this uh it's it's this this era we're in, it's fast, it's quick, it's yeah, definitely. The next thing. But yeah, like I, I really appreciate you coming on and uh fitting me in be- between meetings today. Thanks for having me. <laughs> that, that 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 anytime, anytime. And uh if we get to I don't know, sixty, we might have you on again because you might have more stories to tell us. Yes, let's do it. Yeah. Uh but yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna go now. So thanks for everybody for tuning in, for listening, for watching, for subscribing. Everybody follow Julia because she's a really cool person and uh, she's really good at taking photographs, mostly <laughs> of herself. But <laughs> hey, what can you do? This is the society we're living in. Uh, and I will see you all for episode 31. Uh, I appreciate you all and peace.